vicious in Kyle. The Canucks are trading up from 11th overall in the draft next week. Matt Faye Mitchkoff, Leo Carlson, let's go, baby. Locked on Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Trade dog, baby. Let's go. Welcome and thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and credentialed media member for Daily High Vancouver. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And before we dive into the show, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks. It's your team every day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Alvin Press Conference, specifically the fact that he talked about trading up in the draft next week. Woo! We're also going to talk about, yeah, we're just going to touch on some other things from the presser, including Tyler Myers, Elias Pettersson, and whatever Kyle wants to talk about in this little segment called Trevor's Notes, presented by Kyle. And speaking of that guy, Kyle Bowen, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's a, it's a sunny day, you know, another chance to conquer life, right? Do what we get to do. And speaking of that, now look at what we get to do here. Talk about the Canucks every day on Locked on Canucks, your team every day. And it's pretty clear that your team is never boring. Okay. I looked at, I look at a chart. Okay. I looked at the top 100 podcasts in the world of hockey in Canada. And nine of them were from Vancouver. I think eight of them primarily covered the Vancouver Canucks. Just think about that. The team sucks. They never won Stanley Cups. Uh, but that's a, that's a crazy number. I think that's the Jason Botchford effect, but also it's the uh, Vancouver Canucks fandom. Effect. Hey, speaking of those fans, comic corner at the end of the episode. Man, oh man, trading up, eh? Using that language, having a smirk while saying it. Yo, Patrick Alvin is either playing with the media, playing with the people, trying to entertain, or being serious. And I think he's being a little serious because of a guy named Mitchkov. I don't know a lot about him, but I think he just makes a lot of sense for the Vancouver Canucks, Trevor Bags. Yeah, you mentioned him before, Kyle. And, um, I'd be absolutely shocked if Mitchkov fell to the Canucks. I think he's got too much skill. Like he should be a top three player in this draft. Like there's no way he should slip to the Canucks at 11th overall. You know, I don't even care that he's Russian. I think it's, I think it's crazy to think that that guy's going to slip into the, into a uh, past the top 10. Um, but Hey, if the Canucks trade up, you know, you never know. There's certainly more okay. of a shot. It is. It is. But just think about this, Trevor, think about this. If they trade up to get the second best player in this draft, apparently, Apparently, maybe the third best player, but one of those guys, superstar talent. If they trade up to get that guy and they know that they have to wait a couple of years, probably three, to go get him back from Russia to Vancouver, wouldn't that fit their salary cap structure? Like getting a superstar, making ELC money right around the time that OEL's cap hit against this team is pretty big? Yeah, I think 100%. This makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I think... In general, you know, again, we got two years of the OEL buyout where uh, it's not going to be too big of a cap hit, but in years three and four of that buyout, cap hits much of five million. So you really want, you know, someone who you pick in this year's draft in the first round to be making an, an impact on their ELC. And that's why even on yesterday's episode, I talked about how as much as I like Tom Willander, as much as I like Dmitry Simashev, I'd have a really hard time passing up on Zach Benson uh, if he slips to the Canucks 11th overall. But you know, Zach Benz is a player who could slide, so I don't want to touch about him too much today. I want to touch on 
which teams could the Canucks potentially trade with to move up hmm. if they do move up in the draft. And again, the reason we're talking about this is because Alvin said in the press conference yesterday, quote, we've been, there have been a lot of calls regarding the 11th overall pick. And then he goes to talk about trading up. He does not mention trading down. He talks about trading up in the draft with a little smirk on his face. Uh, and then he dropped this quote later in the press conference. I was told by Brian Burke that you can always move up in the draft. <laughs> this guy, man, he's toyed wow. with our emotions. So uh, wow. I, I'm going to highlight a couple teams here who I think could make sense. And really, they're teams that probably want to push win now mode sooner rather than later. Let's just go to the spiciest one at the top here, Kyle. And I think it's the Columbus Blue Jackets at number three overall. I know it would be a big jump. But again, Columbus has been unpredictable so far. They've traded for Severson. They've traded for Provorov. They signed Goudreau less than 12 months ago. This team wants to win. I don't think this team wants a big, long, patient rebuild. Like They want to win now. So is there a scenario? We talked about this before, but if there's a deal to be made between Columbus and Vancouver, is there a scenario where the Canucks could trade with Columbus and move up to third overall? What's that going to take, though? Is that is that? I don't think that's as simple as 11 and Pot Colson to get up to no, I think I think it's I think it's a, I, think I think the conversation starts. I think the conversation starts with Miller and eleventh for the third overall pick. Whoa, That's where the conversation going there. starts. Even with that eight million dollar contract. Okay, well, let me ask you. Let's ask the people. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? Eight uh, Miller and eleven for the number three overall pick. I think a lot of people are probably doing that. <laughs> Real yeah, talk. I think I think a lot of Canucks fans are doing it. I mean, I, I have I have my hesitations initially because the Canucks want to win this year. Miller's a good player. You know, you're giving up a really good know, player. Come on, Trevor. Oh, you're you're, you're on. giving up you're giving up a first line player and eleventh overall pick, but that number three pick you are potentially getting a superstar to set you up for the next ten years. You're potentially getting, you know, another Elias Pedersen. And the guy I'm looking at if the Canucks move up to number three is Leo Carlson. And, you know, got Patrick Alvin. He obviously knows Swedish hockey pretty well. You got Leo Carlson who you know, as a draft minus one player, scored at a half point per game right in the SHL. You know, Leo Carlson is getting the um, the comparisons to Miko Ranton, and I can kind of see why, because he can play a bit of center, he can play a bit of wing. Both Ranton and Carlson are um, bigger bodies, um, and both scored at around a half point per game pace in a men's league in their draft um, in their draft minus one season. So look at it this way. If, if Leo Carlson is the next Miko Ranton in, Let's frame it again. Are you doing that move, trading Miller and the 11th overall pick for the potentially the next Miko Rantanen? Or, or Mitchkov. Or whoever they or want. Mitchkov, or okay, Mitchkov. Or Mitchkov, yeah. So how was, again, is Miller enough? Like, isn't it trading Miller and then retaining some of his salary too? I don't know, because does Columbus even have the cash space? I'm looking like they have, what, less than $5 million. I just I just feel like Miller's contract maybe, is maybe we have to take unmovable sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, you're doing whatever it takes uh, to get Miller out of here. Uh, what's a what's another like what's another uh, player slash asset that the Canucks have to attach to eleven to move up, whether it be three or four? Like wh- who else? I brought up the name Pod Colson. Yeah, Huglander. I mean, Is I that mean, maybe that push the needle though. I don't know. I don't think so. It's it feels like it's starting to get steep, right? Just to move up eight spots in the draft, but it's I think it's more than that when you're talking about moving up from eleven to third. You're talking about moving up into that like almost first overall territory. I bet Leo Carlson would be first overall in some drafts. I'm going to tell you right now, I can almost guarantee you that Leo Carlson is going to be a better NHLer than Uri Slavkovsky, who went first overall last year. So, Whoa, yeah, I mean, on, bro, come on, the guy's Miller, like 19 Colson, years old, man. Look at you just Ooh. hating on the youth, man. Hating on the youth, man. You were once 19. 
No, I come on, his, man. Hey, okay, okay. Let's back up for a second. No, I, no, I know I'm getting old and crusty. I'm not getting old and crusty, but I'm not hating on the youth. You're I'm just, just showing some extra appreciation towards Leo Carlson. That's all. I and love you, Slovaks. How many times have I talked about that on the show? That's true. That's true. All the food they eat, all like, you know, the scenery. <laughs> yeah, man, for real. Okay, so you're, you're, you're more open to trading up in the draft to get Carlson than you are Mitch Koff slash Reinbacher. If it's third overall, Leo Carlson, for sure. Because I think Pedersen and Carlson down the middle. You know, you, again, we got the only Swedish GM in the NHL. Oh, now that you have the potential to have Pedersen and Carlson, this dynamic one-two Swedish punch down the middle for the next decade. I mean, that's a pretty tantalizing proposition for the Vancouver Canucks. And come on, we've been a little Sweden for the last 20 years in the NHL. And how's that worked out for us? How's that, work, how's that worked out for us, buddy? Look at what Vegas I mean, just did, man. Oh, Canada. <laughs> more Canadians, oh, Canada. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that has worked out for the Canucks. I mean, yeah, we haven't won a cup, but with the Swedes, you know, they've been more than good to the city, man. The Sedins gave us, you know, 15 years of iconic memories. Pedersen's a top 10, top 15 true. player in the NHL. So uh, I'm true, not true, about true. to say just because we haven't won a cup that it's been a mistake to draft these Swedes. Get those good old Canadian boys, right? <laughs> Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen, locked on Canucks. Okay. Okay. So what other teams? Uh, let's move off of the, the three spot. Uh, who, who else? would want to move down from that top seven, top eight, eight range. I guess like top seven range. Yeah. Yeah. For the top seven, I I'm struggling to see the fit. I mean, I I wonder if it's maybe the Montreal Canadians. I honestly have a hard time seeing anyone in that top seven moving down, but maybe the Montreal Canadians, you know, but I think Montreal, again, they're in rebuilding mode. I know they have some top talent, but I think they would like another crack in the top five. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I feel like I'm poo-pooing a Euro Slavkovsky, but, you know, if they pick like a Will Smith or a Matt Vemichkov there, I bet those guys are probably going to be better than Slavkovsky too. So oh, I don't think Montreal is moving yeah. down. Um, but again, I, I think Montreal is just extremely capped out right now. Maybe there's a, a world where, uh, you know, they, they they clear some cap space and the, the punishment for that is kind of moving back six spots in the draft. But it's going to take more than that from the Canucks too. The other team uh -huh. I'm really eyeing. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say San Jose. I don't think so. I think San Jose has, you know, they're, they're, they've stockpiled a lot of like defense and goalie prospects right now, but I think they really, really could use an elite talent up front. So I, okay. I have a hard time seeing San Jose moving down. I have a hard time seeing Arizona moving down. Philly's just started to rebuild. I have a hard time seeing them moving down. I think it's out of that top seven, it's really Columbus. But when you get to that eight, nine, ten, the picks just ahead of the Canucks, I could see potentially any of those teams moving down a couple picks like Washington at eighth overall, I think is a prime candidate to move down because they sell Vovechkin. They think maybe there's one more kick at the can while he's in the NHL. Um, so I, I can see Washington moving down and, and maybe I'll shout out Sean Warren um, from area 51 Sportsnet on Twitter. He had a trade proposal and it was JT Miller in the 11th overall pick for Evgeny Kuznetsov in the eighth overall pick. And really the, the logic to doing that deal is that Kuznetsov, Similar salary to Miller. He's making $7.8 million compared to Miller's eight. But Kuznetsov's deal expires in two years, whereas Miller has another seven. Um, so it, it it gave me food for thought. I still don't love the deal because I, I just don't love the fit with Kuznetsov. Uh, an aging player. He's known to be a bit of a lazy player, a bit of a troublemaker. I know he's won a cup, but he's just so hot and cold that, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't love that. I don't love that proposal, but it's it gave, it gave me some pause. Yeah, and I don't only I don't really see... Uh see Washington doing that, you know, trading down in the draft, obviously acquiring Miller, but letting go of Kuznetsov. I feel as if, uh, I know Miller's done some great things, great things over the last couple of years. And Kuznetsov's kind of, you know, fallen off uh, statistically. I just, 
I just still view him as as someone who still has potential to be like an X factor type of player. And uh, again, two years versus seven more years of $8 million, not really knowing what you're going to get from JT as well. Uh, keep in mind, the guy's not a playoff performer too. I, 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 I think I'm just saying the pedigree is, is not, is not that crazy with JT Miller. You know, I appreciate this guy. I'm, I'm kind of content with uh, the way he plays and I'm trying to put some positivity out there because I feel as if we're stuck with him. You know, we got to make the most of it and not spread that negativity, right? He's, he's our guy. He's not going anywhere. Um, I don't see uh, Washington trading down and picking up that contract. You just doing anything to get JT Miller. How come you haven't mentioned any other names? Like, I don't know. Like, again, you haven't really, you kind of brushed off Pot Colson, Huglander as sweeteners to move up. Um, maybe like the 2030 second round pick because the Canucks don't have any. Uh, <laughs> what else can they do to move up three spots in the draft? Yeah, I mean, it would be, yeah, attaching a, a third round pick maybe. I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time seeing them do it because, again, they've traded away their second round pick in the next two drafts. Are you going to trade Pod Coles and Hooklander just to move up three spots? I don't think I so. Don't think so. I, think yeah. J, I think JT Miller makes the most sense because he's got the big contract. He doesn't necessarily fit in this team's window. And he's probably a valuable asset to other teams all at the same time. So uh, yeah. that's why he's the most fascinating player on the Canucks to me. But we'll see what happens. I think Columbus and Washington, to me, are the two teams to watch for if the Canucks do move up in the draft. But let us know in the comments. If the Canucks do move up, do move up in the draft, what trade do you think they're going to swing? Uh, let us know. And we'll probably read it out in Comment Corner because uh, we love talking about this stuff. Yeah, man. Come on. We're, we're addicted. Yeah, I'm addicted to the Vancouver Canucks right now. Again, waking up every morning. Uh, no more meditation music, no more calling the mom, calling the dad, no more calling the girl. I'm listening to Halford and Bruff. I'm listening to 32 Thoughts. I'm listening to anything hockey, okay? It is what it is. We're nuts. And again, this this market is nuts, okay? Pushing nine podcasts in the top 100 in Canada. Only Vancouver can do this. <laughs> this city deserves uh, so much more from its on-ice product. Trevor Beggs, uh, let's cut to break. Let's run Trevor's notes after. Locked on Canucks, your team every day. There we go. And uh, for now, you know, again, we're, we're, we're reaching that top 100, Kyle. I love it. I love it. And here's something else is, should be in the top 100 apps you have on your phone. Game time. All right. You know, I'm a big last minute deals guy. And I found that the best place for killer deals at the last minute is game time. You know, game time, they got my back. I get these emails from Nicole at game time. And she's always teasing me with concerts and events this week in my area. Not only are those weekly emails a tease, but GameTime also offers me flash deals on last-minute tickets. What's even better than that is that they have a lowest-price guarantee along with event protection cancellation. It doesn't end there. You can also get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Now I have no choice but to get off my crusty old man rear end and check out a show on a Friday night. So make sure you snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Okay, okay. We're back here on Lockdown Canucks. Your team, every day, Trevor Beggs. Kyle Bowen. Uh, I feel as if Trevor, you've been you've been more lively today. Feels if you know the baby did you well this uh this day or this night and, and gave you more sleep, or you're just you know living in the moment and embracing the fact that you should be just grateful for uh, breathing and being able to love love family, man, for real. You're blessed, Trevor. 
I honestly, man, I, I'm just jacked up right now. You know, yeah. uh, welcoming a new human life to the world. Summertime's hidden, man. The NHL drafts coming up. You know, we're talking <laughs> trades. We're here every day on Locked On Canucks with stuff to talk about. I'm getting to talk to you, buddy. I'm just jacked up on life right now. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Hey, speaking about life, man, there's no Locked On Canucks. This thing is not living uh, without, uh, you know, the, the studio that, I, that I'm a, a part of, right? Who knows? Maybe I, I could do this from home, but if that was the case, then maybe I'd be working a day job and and then uh, Trevor Beggs and I would have to coordinate and it, it'd just be harder to do this. And a big reason why the studio is breathing, living is because of the music. And we got a new project coming out of the studio from Cody Lawless, Woo! Sunshine State of a Happy Camper. I'll put the link to Cody Lawless in the, the, the bio below. And I'm going to give the people till Monday till monday right listen to it or listen to any of the music that he's dropped and let's talk about it man i'm curious man i'm curious again uh, there's no locked on canucks without the studio there's no studio without the music there's also no locked on canucks without trevor because this guy he's working triple time quadruple time doing whatever it takes to make sure the show is up and running with his brain and the research he does on this team called the vancouver canucks let's run it trevor's notes Okay, the first thing that I see from your notes is is something pretty polarizing, okay? I think Alvin uh, took a shot here, okay? For real. And this was this was a weird way to say peace out to OEL. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know I'm reading oh, too much man. into it, but but let's uh, let's look at this, okay? Uh, he he mentioned that OE, the OEL buyout was an opportunity too good to pass up on. I love the honesty. I love the honesty, man. I, I couldn't believe it, man. I know this this quote was like what thirty seconds into the presser, so I tweeted it out right away. But uh, <laughs> I just I, I I just I couldn't believe he actually said this was too good of an opportunity to pass up on. That was too good of an opportunity for me not to uh, tweet it out to the world. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, I Alvin said this time and time again in the press conference. We talked about OAL being a good per person, but this was performance based. So it was interesting because I think it was a bit like black and white. Like Alvin did kind of say it how how it was. Um, and I kind of appreciated that from it. A lot of the times he, and he, he did that in this Me press too. conference, he beats around the bush with stuff, but I think with the OEL stuff in particular, I think he was pretty honest and open about it. Yeah. And it's, it's what it, it has to be the case more often than not. I think, you know, that, that relatability, that transparency, transparency. And I think the market here appreciates that for real. Cause uh, during the prime of this team, you know, Brian Burke, a little bit of, you know, Dave Nones, but he was a little bit more quieter. Then we had Mike Gillis. I just feel like the honesty and the transparency, it, it works well with this market. And uh, maybe he didn't mean to be so upfront about it, but it came out. It, it really came out. Yeah. He was even trying to say, you know, OEL, great, great team guy, great for the community. And then he was like, you know what? But this wasn't a great fit for Oliver. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Bloody, just say this guy sucked. This guy sucked as a Vancouver Canuck. Uh, one person that, hasn't sucked as a Vancouver Canuck is Pedersen. And what's he saying about Pedersen, man? Uh, don't ruin this for me. Yeah. You know, he keeps saying that we have two years to sign Pedersen and it grinds my gears every time he says it. Look, I'm, I'm not expecting a deal to get done this summer. I mean, it'd be nice if the Canucks get it done. I think it'd be a huge win for this organization if they could lock up Pedersen long-term before the season starts, but I'm skeptical. I mean, we're starting to see trends on the NHL. We've seen it in Vancouver with, the, um, the Kuzmenko contract. We just saw it recently with the Gavrikov contract. Um, again, these are all Dan Milstein clients, but you know, that's, I digress. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about the cap going up, 
dramatically in the last couple of years. Alvin ta- was asked about it in this press conference, and he talked about how, yeah, it is challenging to navigate uh, the, these certain scenarios. So I could I could certainly see a world right now where you know, this Pedersen extension is going to get dragged into next summer. Oh, no. Come on. I Trevor, hope I'm wrong. Man, I hope I'm wrong. most negative person all the time on this program. You know what, Every dude, time I call on, it like dude. it is and you don't like dude, it, uh, you're calling of course, me negative. I'm going to call you negative, man. Don't even put that <laughs> stuff out there, bro. Don't even, we don't need that energy out of everything I do, I do you said on the Vancouver program, Canucks, man. Come on. That was the worst thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> For real, man. Come wow. on. We don't need that energy. I don't want it to drag on until next season. I had somebody in the comments say, uh, say something about the Pedersen video too, that we uploaded a while ago. He said, uh, uh, no, they need to see more from Pedersen before we commit long-term to him. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? What are you talking <laughs> about? Watch the film. Look at the stats. Uh, just listen to this the way this guy speaks, he's wired, he's in, in tuned, he's focused on getting better, he's a stoic, he's a great leader, and and the Canucks uh, desperately always need a superstar on this side of the world, okay? The the city needs a superstar. Vancouver needs one, and Pedersen is that guy. Besser was supposed to be a superstar, and maybe he's going to get back to that because this guy is training. I'm hearing he's training a lot in Vancouver. Uh, I'm not not saying this is true, but I'm hearing grouse grouse grind twice a day. The grouse grind twice a day before 1 p.m. That's the type of wow. mission this guy's on. Yeah, he, he even climb he even climbs down the grouse grind. He doesn't uh, he doesn't take the gondola down. So uh, you no know, working on the uh, working on the hammies too. So you know, good on Brock Besser. Look again, I'm not expecting this guy to be traded. I think the Athletic did just re- release an article about six teams that uh, might and should target Brock Besser. I'm 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 hoping Bresser bounces back with the Canucks, man, because I just don't think the Canucks are gonna get fair value for him on the trade market. And yeah, if that's the case, Besser. I'd rather just keep him. You're a big time Besser fan, a big time JT hater. Who's done more for the Canucks over the last couple of years? I'm I'm it's a big time. Insane. I want my team to get value if they actually make a trade, you know. And um, I think they're gonna get more value for JT than they are Brock Besser. In fact, I know that. If Brock I don't really know a, that, I'm just talking if, to my ass. But if Brock is a smart guy, if he's a smart guy, and he wants some relatability, some inspiration, some juice. Some juice. Ugh. Spend your nights watching Brock Lesnar highlights every night. Dude, I've done it for days and days and days and days and days and days, yo. I'm I'm watching, you know, the best Steph Curry highlights, the best Clay Thompson highlights, the best Aaron Rodgers highlights. Well, I used to do that. Like inspirational performances and, and excellence in the world of sports to pump me up. Imagine Brock Besser just doing just just spending all his nighttime. All is nighttime. You know when you're on, on your bed and you're, you're on your phone? Just spending all that time uh, with Brock Lesnar highlights. Going to sleep, knowing that there's another guy named Brock in this world, and he dominated for decades, and it's never too late for Brock Besser to do the same. Apparently, it's not too late for Tyler Myers to be decent. <laughs> I, he, apparently, he played a lot better under Tockett. I think a lot of the, the players did. Um, maybe that was a coach's bump. Um, uh, look, the $5 million bonus it's due sometime in September. Maybe the Canucks can move off of them then in a recession, right? Because they have to pay that $5 million. I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Not a lot of value here. Uh, I, I guess the positivity coming out of Alvin's mouth is good for manifestation. For real. Let's go Tyler yeah. Martin. He's one of us. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's a lot of posturing too, right? It's like they, they probably know they can't trade Tyler Myers. He may as well pump the guy up, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, that was Trevor's notes. 
brought to you by Kyle on Locked On Canucks. We're about to go to break, but before, but before we do that, okay, we got to talk about yesterday for real, okay? We got to talk about yesterday. Yesterday, we dropped an episode talking about some of the free agents, the Vancouver Canucks should stay away from. Okay, move those shoulders. Okay, move those shoulders. Mm, mm. All right, a lot of players on this list. I was surprised to see Barbashev. We also talked a little bit about Ryan O'Reilly too. You know the deal too. Trevor Beggs hates Carson Soucy. If that guy becomes a Vancouver Canuck, Trevor Beggs is going to quit his job. He's no longer going <laughs> to. He's no longer going to cover the Vancouver Canucks. That's how passionate oh, he is. As you can tell, again, Trevor Beggs so busy living life in reality. You know, doing the real things, doing what life's all about. And you're still here for the people on Locked On Canucks, your team every day, speaking about the people. Comment corner on the other side. Trevor Beggs, are we giving anyone a shout out here on YouTube? Oh, not only are we giving a sponsor shout out, I have this sponsor all over my body right now. And it is Bird Dogs, okay? You know, I was feeling older. I was feeling grumpier. I was looking crustier. But that was until I put on these Bird Dog shorts, baby, okay? You know, Bird Dogs, they make you look good. These Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, giving your leg a truly sculpted look. Chicken legs, and now my chicken legs are not being shown off to the world. Oh, yeah, baby. Hey, Bird Dog Shorts, they do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. And guess what? Bird Dogs uses an anti-stick sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. I promise you. Okay, okay, you're back on Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. If you enjoy the program, that again comes at you every day, subscribe below or follow us wherever you stream podcasts and leave us a review. Why not? Why not? Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. Uh, for the people, man, for the people, Comment Corner coming at you right now. Comment number one comes from, uh, he, he told us his real name here, okay, Darren. And funny story about Darren, okay? I went to school with Darren, and he leaves this comment. We grew up together. And I always had a <laughs> feeling because I, see, I seen him in the live chat, and his his live chat name is, like, DJ last name. And I'm like, yo, is this is this him? Is this him? And it happened to be him. So shout out to that guy. Shout out to Surrey. Shout out to nice. Green Timbers. Shout out to Ember Creek. Shout out to, the again, the beautiful people of Surrey, British Columbia, sending love. Uh, you know, to the world, to the world, but, you know, really looking after my neighbors and sending them a lot more love. Second comment comes from Murray Reed. I think you guys have to realize that there's a different GM slash president now. You guys have to be more positive. <laughs> and uh, I blamed you. I blamed you. Now, IQ came in from the top rope and said, yeah, I know, but it's the same owner. Okay, here's the thing about the owner, okay? Aquilini been all over the place, been inconsistent with his relationship with the Vancouver Canucks. And not the smartest individual in the world of hockey. I think he's proven that time in and time out over the last couple of years. But he did just fork out $20 million. And I know he might have saved some money too because at the end of the day, they're not paying the complete amount that OEL was due. Let's say he was actually decent. They'd have to pay him more. But again, $20 million just like that. I think Aquilini for 11 more days deserves no hate here. I know that's coming from me and I've hated a lot on the guy. Yeah, I, you're right. Kyle. I mean, you mentioned five minutes ago, but me being too negative. So you probably could blame me on this one. You know, I've, I've, <laughs> I've poured my blood, sweat and tears in 11, this team, my entire life, man. And uh, they've let me down more than they've 
pump me up. But uh, you know, at the at the end of the day, I think you know I've I've been pretty uh, pretty. There's been mixed mixed reviews about this new management team, right? You know, there's some moves I've liked, there's some moves I've hated. But it's wait and see move. I'm just I'm not just gonna pump them up and be positive for the sake of being positive. You know, I'm gonna call it like it is, and that's uh, that's never gonna change for the listeners here on Locked On Canucks. Yeah, you got to be honest, man. Always keep it honest. Be your true self. That's the only way you can be set free. And set free to what? Financial freedom. <laughs> Kyle Bowen, Trevor <laughs> Beck. Next comment. It's from IQ, and IQ just left us a an essay. Now I'm trying I'm trying to realize why they call this guy IQ. And he was really going into the whole maternity leave thing and blah, 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 and how Trevor deserves every day off until his child can walk. Because it's hard being a dad. It's hard being a dad, okay? I'm just joking. IQ didn't say that. But Trevor Beggs, you're living, you're living the dream right now, okay? Next comment goes to the real AT. I'm starting to, I'm starting to think that the Canucks should target Matt Dumba. Now, this is funny because I spent the latter half of the show calling you dumb because the commenters were also calling you dumb. And then this guy brings up Matt Dumba, Dumba, sorry. And I was like, yo, what, what do you think that would cost the Canucks? Like what would Minnesota want? And he's like, yo, Dumba's a UFA. So yep. um, I'm the Dumba here. Okay. Uh, Trevor, <laughs> why, why haven't you mentioned Dumba's name once? I mean, it's it's funny that the thanks for commenting again. Um, yeah, didn't, I missed the name, but thanks for commenting. Ironically enough, I did just talk about Matt Dumba in an article I published on Daily Hive today. Uh, nine free agent defensemen that the Canucks should chase with the Oliver Ekman Larson money, and Dumba was the second guy on my list. Um, I think Matt Dumba's game has changed a lot. He's not the offensive dynamo that he once was, but uh, he's blocking more shots. Um, he's playing more PK. He's throwing the body around a bit more. You know, if he can stay healthy. And if he comes to the right cost, I really like his game because, again, he can skate really well. Uh, and that's a big bonus in today's NHL. Um, I'm just looking at his contract projection on AFP Analytics. Um, they have him at a three-year deal at $4.4 million per season. I I have a feeling he's not going to get that much the free agent market. I mean, this guy had four goals and 14 points last year. Carson oh. Susio scored him. Okay, so Oof. I see Matt Dumba kind of in that three to three and a half billion dollar range. And if they get the if Matt Dumba can come to the Canucks at that price, I really like him. Uh, but if you start pushing four million for Matt Dumba, even three seems a little rich to me. But if you start pushing three and a half, four for Matt Dumba, uh, I'd probably be walking away from that. But um, he's definitely a player that intrigues me on the free agent market for sure. Wow, wow! Finally, finally, it could happen. We've been hearing for years and years and years and years <laughs> that Dumba could be a Vancouver Canuck. Thanks Dumba so much. and Besser on the same team, man. Who who would have oh, thought, dude? If that's the case, then anything is possible. Yes, anything is possible. One day. Or maybe for one week, we'll be able to finish a show in less than 30 minutes. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. You and I are passionate. We went over again. I think the ups are going to they're gonna send us a, either a two-week notice or a warning after this yeah. one. Again, though, it is what it is. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen again. Tomorrow, Sunshine State of a Happy Camper is available wherever you stream music. Cody Lawless doing his thing. I'm going to put the link to that in the bio below. There's none of this without the music that was being made and still is being made in this studio that I'm sitting in. Uh, Begsy, sign us out. All right. That's another episode of Locked On Canucks in the Books. Shout out to the everydayers, the occasional listeners. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We love you. Make sure you stay a little while because we got shows coming out five days a week. You know, coming up over the next few days, obviously some free agency talk. Obviously some trade talk. Obviously a little bit of draft talk. It's all happening right now, baby. Let's go. So make sure you stay locked here on Locked On Canucks. I'm Trevor Beggs. That's Kyle Bowen. And thanks again for listening here on Locked On Canucks. <laughs>